everyone, and welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me as always is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. <coughs> Had a bit of a hiatus last week, man. <clears throat> Took a little vacation. It was not a fun vacation, but it was a vacation. <laughs> a vacation in your mind, on your bed. <laughs> a sleeping vacation. <laughs> you, know, you know what's great? I don't even remember my dreams, and I slept the entire time. <laughs> so it was super uneventful yeah yeah well i mean that can be good but obviously last week and um i did i did i think i i know i put it up on twitter i'm pretty sure i put it up on facebook too but uh which you can totally follow us there at tc plan podcast you know all that good crap um but yeah the darth was sick last week and i you know what honestly i attempted to sit down and do like a half hour episode and then I mm-hmm. remembered why we were so scheduled, because there's nothing to talk about. Yeah, it's pretty Dude, barren right now. <laughs> there is there is absolutely nothing to talk about right now, and, and unless you want to like debate fake Mike Zero news or um, you want to speculate on some random thing, there wasn't. I I, I looked and you know I already wasn't feeling it because it got to Sunday. I was doing a lot of stuff Saturday. I was like, well, okay, let me see if I can cobble something together. Mm-hmm. Nope, wasn't going to happen. Did not happen, man. And you know what? I'll also tell you this, too. Last week, I felt came at a good time. I didn't even really want to read the book. See, I had gotten like maybe a third of the way through. And honestly, this is not really my favorite book in the series, so I was not really feeling it. So... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, we were going to get back into New Jedi Order for those of you listening. Um, obviously, we we had set up the schedule, and I'm actually looking for What book was that, now that I think about it? Uh, it was a Conquest, so Edge of Victory Conquest in the New Jedi Order. And, um, yeah, I mean, we were going to continue the, the story, and actually, I will say that this is the part where most people seem to think that the new Jedi or Jedi order starts getting better. And I don't really remember this until I like dive back into it, to be honest with you, because it's been a while, but like mine is a little further down the road. Like we're, mm-hmm. we're getting very close to my favorite parts of this, this particular yeah. line. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I, you know, that whole week, I, and it wasn't a bad week or anything. I just really didn't want to read the book. Right. I don't know what it was. I was I was going Sometimes to. Sometimes you just don't feel like it. I didn't really want to read these comics until last minute. I read four <laughs> of them right after work today. <laughs> yeah, and I, I refreshed myself uh, as well with them today. And uh, you know, I was a little late getting on because I I too was finishing the last uh, the last one or two. You know, just as a, again a reread. But the other thing was, I, you know, I generally speaking, my day goes, I get up, I work, I'm obviously still working from home. And then after work, you know, I probably eat, you know, around four o'clock, you know, or something like that. And then after work is officially over, uh, I go and I work out for about an hour. And, and because I'm kind of still doing the whole intermittent fasting thing, you know, I'm not eating past six, all that good stuff. Right. So I'm trying to bop it all in in this time window. And uh, yeah, man, I, I just some days I just feel like a little nap. And instead of working out after work, I kind of I started watching something on YouTube. Um, and then I just sort of zonked out for about an hour. And I woke up in one of those, you know, kind of FU moods. 
Because you didn't really <laughs> want to take a nap. <laughs> no, and not really. I didn't really intend to. I was just, you know, sort of laying there watching a watching a video. Um, but yeah, man, it, it was it was an odd one last week, and uh, it, nothing really out of the ordinary. I just really didn't feel like getting into a book. Uh, and sometimes we do audibles and and do different stuff. But obviously, because you were sick, not much to be done, man. Not much yeah. to be done. Well, and honestly, that's one good thing about our channel. Like you mentioned, the Mike Zeros. Right now, I would be so mentally dead if I had to be one of those channels constantly pumping out content, whether there was some to be had or not. Yeah. I would get tired of the theories and, oh, I read this. You know, here's some news. It might be news. Scouring the internet for all that stuff. I mean, that's the part that is not fun of being a Star Wars fan, the in-betweens. I would not want to <laughs> dwell on that. Well, and and we never built this show to be like the the cutting edge, breaking stories, um, weird speculation, insider BS, and everything. And granted, I mean, we listen to some of that stuff, but but we I, also I, have day jobs, and we can't what? just drop yeah. everything and do that right away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we definitely do have have a lot of other stuff to do in general, but we love talking Star Wars, and that's why we do mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, having a little bit more of the, the regimented schedule, you know, at least have the topic sort of pre-picked out is I think done, done wonders, honestly, it for has. me. We don't wait till halfway through the week. Like, Hey, what do we decide we're going to do again? Then we yeah. cram and cram and cram. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, obviously this week we are going to run through the first 10 issues of the bounty hunters comic book series, which, um, has not necessarily been widely well-received. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that, but we're actually caught up after this on the series. So I think the plan is, is, um, as we go along, we'll start just kind of introducing comics, uh, maybe one or two with an episode of something. Yeah. Yeah. So we might be talking about a book, but also break out, Hey, here's, you know, this uh, Dr. Afra issue nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. We're just going to. Uh, and, and we've been kind of doing that with uh, Light of the Jedi as true. well. Or not Light of the Jedi. Um, uh, What is that comic series in High Republic? I can't yeah, think of it Re- right now. High, it's yeah. the High Republic comic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it just self tie Okay. Yeah. So, well, Sorry. so, yeah. And, and I, I think. No, we're that behind. We, <laughs> true. Uh, I think we'll probably have one episode next month that will have like multiple. Com- It'll have like multiple series, like a comic and multiple mm-hmm. series, because we do have Afro Nine, we have Bounty Hunters Eleven, we've got Vader Eleven, we've got High Republic. Th- I don't think we did three. We and have we- three, four, and isn't five about to come out? Uh, I don't remember, but I know we at least have three and four that we have to discuss. Yeah. Um and I feel like there's there's another uh was there Mainline one from the Star Wars series, did you say that? I don't remember if that's anyway, I have a stack sitting for you on the table, so the next time we we uh we're able to get together I've got I've got a stack of comics and then I've got some doubles, some more doubles that I found if, if Sweet. you can look through them and <laughs> see if there is anything that you, you don't have. Another cool thing that did come out this past week, and honestly I probably should have texted you to see if you wanted it but you, you know how we've had the 40th anniversary of empire covers yeah 
they put out a specific comic book with just all the covers and the stories from the illustrator behind each cover. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, if you want one of those, I'll swing back by and see if they have any more. But it was one of those where I was like, I don't know if he's going to want this or not. So. Yeah, no, I would definitely enjoy that. I love collecting the variants. Okay. They are definitely my favorite. Well, the thing is, is looking through that, I have there are variant covers that they came out with. And, and it also uh, tells you on which comic this was uh, put. But like there were a couple that were like, oh, wow. I would have definitely bought that one had I have seen it. Right. <laughs> um, there was uh, there was one uh, where they were on Hoth because one of my favorite covers, and it's it's only because of the the uh, you know the speeders that they were that the rebels were using on Hoth. They're like my favorite kind of ship. Um, <clears throat> but there was another one where you get the the view from Luke as he's hanging from the ATAT, getting ready to throw the 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 grenade. Oh yeah. So there's there's that, and I was like, ooh, I would have liked that one. He has a saber mm-hmm. out, and there was also one where <laughs> pretty gruesome cover, but uh, it's just the the head of Vader from the cave where you know you see Luke's face. Oh, nice. That one was a cool cover. So that there, would there's be sweet. actually there's actually some cool things, but yeah, I'll I'll try and swing back through and I'll see if they have another. They had like four issues when I went it that I, that one I don't think is like. I don't feel like that one's going to be the most popular, but they do tend to sell out of, of their star Wars content for the most part. Mm. So I'm not the only one going in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But, uh, Ooh. So I guess aside from being sick and everything, how's, how's everything been? Well, you were sick last week. So how's this week <laughs> been going? This week's been decent. It's been kind of a blur. Really didn't do a whole lot. Still getting some rest and trying to recuperate a bit, but Eh, not too bad. I'm dealing with the struggles of trying to eat solid foods with an extremely loose baby tooth right at the front of my mouth. That's fun. Oh, geez, really? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, so I went phone, to my the... phone kind of went off there. I don't know if uh, I don't know if that caught on the mic or not. Hopefully not. <laughs> well, I didn't hear it, so hopefully not. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. Continue solid yeah. foods. Yeah. No. Um, <clears throat> it's it's terrible getting old. But <laughs> no. Um. So I had went to the, I went to the local uh, pub and got some wings last Sunday and bit down on one and my tooth, I made this terrible cracking noise and oh. it just, it had like an inch of play back and forth. So like I'm gonna oh. lose this thing, and then oh, I didn't no. lose it and I was kind of hoping at that point I would. Like I ran into the bathroom. It's like how am I not bleeding right now? This is crazy. Oh. But uh, so I'd gotten scheduled in most dentist's office around here were like oh yeah it's gonna be a week out before we even look at it, and then probably another week before we pull it it's like why wow. why is it so busy right now for routine cleanings and crap this is stupid <laughs> but uh found someone finally went in got looked at got a full x-ray in my mouth turns out i have two baby teeth i have two missing incisors <laughs> dude you... <laughs> i've got a weird mouth <laughs> i yeah i remember this as as a kid like you and your darn baby teeth. They just like, yeah, it's yeah. the strangest. It was it's a not, struggle. It, I remember it being a struggle to get rid of them. <laughs> it's it's not, it's not really all that strange. I mean, it definitely happens, but it's, it's just, it's atypical. And it's like, yeah. dude, you're, you're, <laughs> you, you're, you're not, you're not old, but it's like, come on, man, get rid of these <laughs> flipping baby teeth right. already. Yeah. You, you, you hit me on that memory because it was, you know, whatever, a couple months ago where I, um, 
I was actually doing a Zoom call with my team. We were doing a Zoom lunch, and I uh-huh. bit down on my sandwich, and I cracked one of my back teeth. I it, mm-hmm. it just it cracked a little piece off of it. So obviously, I had to get some tooth work. But I I just remember you know like having a little little bit of tooth you know that just spit out. Yeah. It's like it's like it's one of those things. It's like you look at it and you're like, what the hell do I do? And right. I was just like, um. So I think I'm going to go ahead and get off here. I just cracked a tooth, so I'm going to figure this out. It was like, it was so stupid teeth, man. But hey, take care of your teeth, brush and floss. Uh, It's something we both do, but unfortunately, it's, uh, you know, it is what it is. Things happen still. I still have my teeth. I'm happy about my teeth. I can't complain about it. I don't have any baby (laughs) teeth, but, you know. (laughs) You see, I, I, I go get that looked at. I'm like... They, she literally says, I could probably just grab it with my hand and rip it out right now. It's like, so can you go ahead and do that? No, we're going to have it. to reschedule you. It's like, you've already disinfected me. You're disinfected. You've got the tools right there. Why can't you just rip this thing out? Like, I saw the picture. It's hanging on by a single tiny, tiny nerve. Like, it's just past the point where I'm willing to pull it myself. It's like, just do it. Just do it. And I get the do fever. The old, do the old string the in the door trick. Yeah. Well, actually, I have a variation of that with my boy. We've done this a few times now. We we don't do the string and door because I feel like it would freak him out. But we tie the string to our dog's collar, and then I call the dog, and it runs over to me, and it yanks his tooth right out. It's great. <laughs> and then the tooth goes flying, and we never find it, and he never gets his dollar. It's okay. Well, there you go, man. <laughs> so there it works for me, too. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately... I get the fever the day I'm scheduled to get it pulled, so I've been sitting with this loose tooth for a week and a half. Other than that, I had a good week, but that's been fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I I don't know. There hasn't been much going on here. Uh, you know, I had the, the, the truck work done, so truck's back, and it's happy, I guess. Good. Uh, <laughs> now I just got to deal with that little, that little panel for your window switch. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Well, there. Yeah, I mean, there's other small things. I mean, that's the the joys of um, uh, vehicles. Just you know, general wear and tear. You know, yeah. it works, kind of. <laughs> I've I've gotten to the point where when I roll down the driver's side window, it sounds like a, a literal siren screaming at someone. So I do I do need to get that dealt with. Yeah, good old and- Chevy and their windows. Well, the, awesome. the, 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 the thing is, is that, I mean, there's so much plastic, but the thing is, is like, I, I remember back when I, when I was buying like my first car and I don't actually remember if you were aware, but my first car was almost a 65 Mustang. Yes. I, I know it you was. You've it was talked th- about that before. It was yeah. three. It was three thousand dollars, and it was. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't in bad shape. It was just a very base level. Like it would have been the grandma Mustang in right, like a V six automatic. Uh, I think it was a four cylinder, dude. Oh really? <laughs> but it was so cool. But the thing was, is I mean, it's you know, it's not really safe. Right. I wound up with a twenty five hundred dollar Honda Accord, mm-hmm. which was which was great. I mean, it was it was a fine car. Price still would be on the road if you kept it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if I hadn't wrecked it, that was the one I wrecked. Yeah. Uh, oh, winter, yeah. Which wasn't my fault, but whatever. Um, but the thing wasn't was, that like you? 
It was going down. It was going down that. Did one you get rear-ended or no? It was somebody. Uh, it was winter. It was down a, a steeper hill, um, and the person in front of me went sideways. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't. I couldn't do anything. Uh, and I, and yeah. it wasn't like a high speed collision, but right. You know, which is it, the it worst just, if it's slow motion. You you have all the time in the world to react, and nothing you can do about it. <laughs> right. But you know, I it, they lost they lost control and and spun darn near pointed the car at me, yeah. but I couldn't. And when I went to whip it into the bank, which would have either way, I the car was pretty much screwed because it, the bank was down a little bit, so it right. probably would have done something to the undercarriage or at least one of the the wheels or whatever. But when I went to whip it in the bank, it just didn't didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. It was just slick. And, uh, and I wound up, you know, going into them. So airbags deployed, both cars were totaled. Wasn't a huge deal really at the end of the day, but I mean, it sucked because you're like a kid. But my point was, is that I remember the conversation about windows. Oh man, you want those manual windows? (laughs) <laughs> they, you want the yeah. because those automatics, yeah. man, they break all the time, dude. Oh, yeah, uh, manual windows. <laughs> Until that breaks. <laughs> well, yeah, true. I mean, there's there's an equal opportunity breakage, really, but you know, you have potential for electron. But anyway, right? Yeah, nobody's thinking about that anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody wants a manual window. I don't even know if. I mean, I don't even think I that's doubt an option that's a anymore. thing. I have the literally the most basic new Chevy you can get, and I know that's not an option. Yeah, it's wild, dude. So, um, but yeah, rest of the week is what it is. Truck work got done. I have to turn over the mower this weekend to actually get it working and put new gas and all that good stuff, get the get the stabilize out of the lines and all that good mm-hmm. garbage. And BM, I've got the grill out a few times, grilled some stuff. Did that's you? fun. Cool. Yeah, so that was good. It's been raining, so hopefully the fertilizer on the grass is going to take care of some of the spots, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, real adult-type things, grass yeah. and, and lawnmowers. It's great. Yeah. Don't act like it doesn't excite you. It really doesn't <laughs> excite me at all. <clears throat> I hate grass. I can grow things, but grass has never been one I can grow. It's stupid. So anyway... I know that you guys have been super riveted for about 18 minutes, but I think we ought to start looking into our series here. And first impressions, you know, we tend to over-explain a lot of stuff here. This isn't one that like I really how our feel week like. was. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, we we tend to dive. I mean, reasonably deep. At least we give a lot things. a lot of the story. We might not be good at analyzing things, but we do it. <laughs> well, I mean, we give a lot of the story when we run through this stuff, but to be yeah. honest with you, I, I'm not really all that interested. Um, this series, depending on where you look, has not necessarily garnered very, very good press. A lot of people have been pretty critical of it. And I'll actually be honest, some of the some of the critiques I don't understand. I think it was mainly that they didn't read on because I think it would have been explained a little bit later. Um, but essentially, this is kind of the offshoot of the Target Vader series, which was very mm-hmm. well received. 
Yeah, wasn't uh, that like a seventy-five issue series? No, no, no. Target Vader was was like four or five issues. It was it was a short. Oh, it series. wasn't. No, yeah, it was a very really? short series. Mm. Um, but it was good, and and you know we might honestly go back through that at some point. I have the I have yeah. them. Obviously, I read them as they came out. But we introduced a new character. In uh, let me in actually balance. Yeah, his I was I was gonna try and remember his the tail uh, or something like that. Yeah, Let's see if I, can I mean we'll it. just obviously we'll we'll go by Valance, but we we introduced Valance, who was a former flyboy for the Empire, mm-hmm. and he was shot the down. Same time as Solo. Yeah, we didn't know that though until this series, and we'll get to mm-hmm. it. But he was shot down at one point, uh, lost a leg, uh, became a grunt. And lost a lot. Basically, mm-hmm. he is like a Terminator. Yeah. He's basically a full, like, full We even robot. have a cover that basically looks like Terminator. <laughs> well, the thing was, is until the series, and I guess maybe, I don't know if it's not paying attention or whatever, but I'm starting to wonder, like, what about him is actually human? Mm-hmm. I mean, because his head is, like, fully robotic now. I, yeah. I didn't... For some reason, I just thought it was like a Kano, right. which coincidentally, I'm not watching it yet. But the I new, already watched it. It was it actually dumb? really good. Is it good? Because I've, I've it heard it was pretty both. entertaining. I've heard both. I I heard that there was like too much about a new guy that nobody cared about. But yes, like Kano there was. was really cool. Kano was pretty cool. There is actually I don't want to talk a whole lot about it, but there's a train care. spoilers. There's a, so there's a training montage where Kung Lao trains Kano because just for a small amount of time he's a good guy very Mm. small amount of time and (laughs) you you remember as a kid you would do you get into the stun lock where you just keep doing the leg sweep leg sweep leg sweep and then someone would try and jump and you would anticipate it and leg sweep them as soon as they land they do that in the training montage and actually acknowledge it. Like they do a lot of the tropes from the games and it's pretty awesome. See, that was the vibe I got. And to be honest with you, I probably won't watch it forever. That's understandable. I'm just just not that kind of person. I don't get, I don't really get super interested in new stuff and it's just like, eventually I'll watch it randomly unless it's something that I'm really excited about. Like star Wars, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But like, uh, I had heard that they have like kind of a lot of cheesy, callbacks which cheesy can be good but callbacks to old stuff they don't have johnny cage apparently no he's actually so they're talking like this is going to be a like a marvel universe thing they want to do a bunch of movies so they're going to eventually go off and find him and i All right, don't know how boone, i feel about that <laughs> listen we don't need the boon verse okay well, hey think about how many games he's made he's into that kind of stuff <laughs> Mortal Kombat doesn't. It has lore, and I don't yes. know if you remember, but they had the TV show. Yeah, and I watched I that did TV not show. Watch it. I, I I did. Uh, it was on after wrestling um, on TNT at the time, but yeah, I, I just you know, there's lore, but it's not good. Yeah, it's it's, it's really not. It's choppy. It's really bad. Well, and right even now, when they redid it, like in Mortal Kombat nine and ten, it's still really rough. Well, I think right now, as of the new Mortal Kombat, like Luke Kang is like evil. Like he's like a. He, I think he's dead, but evil he's, and dead. Like Quan Chi resurrected him, and he's working for him along yeah, with three like, other. Yeah, but like him and him and Katana are like evil. Yes. And, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's be honest. The only thing that we really care about with Mortal Kombat is Sub-Zero and Scorpion, and they do that pretty well. I don't They actually really. do that really well. I oh, mean, you didn't. That, that was my favorite part of the whole. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that they're not cool, but I mean, yes, Liu like, Kang and Kung Lao are pretty awesome too. Don't get me wrong. No, but but, but the thing is, is is Sub Zero and Scorpion are the same formulas like Ryu and Ken, or yeah, you know, wh- whatever, are. whatever duo. Sometimes they're enemies, sometimes they're friends. They fight, they train, they do this stuff, and they have convoluted backstories. And but. What has always interested me, like with Street Fighter, was okay. So yeah, Ryu and Ken are fine, but I would rather figure out more about like anyone else. Yeah, <laughs> you know who's this? Uh, who's this Cami chick? You know, or, or you know, like <laughs> Guile's off kicking butt, or like E Honda, or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like okay, right, right, Ryu and Ken, sweet. Um, well, then you actually might like this movie because they focus a lot more on, like, Sonya, a little bit on Jax and stuff like that. But it's going to take a long time to get into I mean, they introduce a lot of characters from probably the first five games, honestly. But, yeah, like, they have Molina in it and a couple I've of... Seen, yeah, I've seen some of the promo stuff. Jax looks like Steve Harvey. Reptile like a is pretty Steve sweet. Harvey. Like, Reptile was pretty sweet in it. Yeah, Re- Reptile was kind of... I'll, I well, think, he's not um, a person in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I know. But so I might be blurring the lines, but was Reptile wasn't in the first movie. It was the second movie that, that we discovered Reptile, correct? Uh, yeah, I think and so. Annihilation, I think, was the second one. Mm-hmm. So his fighting style was always kind of cool, just his movements. Mm-hmm. And the guy that they got for the movie, it just looked cool. Right. Um, but at any rate, yeah, they, I'm not saying that I won't ever watch it. I'm just saying that it's there's know, a lot of hype around it right now. Mortal Kombat's one that you could really cheese. Like, I feel like you could. I just don't. Could you not do cheesy with Mortal Kombat though? Honestly, yes, you 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 could make a straight fighting movie out of that. You absolutely, but would the, but, you but would absolutely the feel be could. right. But would it yes, feel right? Absolutely could. You could absolutely do that. The the first Mortal Kombat movie was serious, but it was made at a time with a small budget. I mean, that was I don't know what the yeah. budget was, but it felt very well, small gaming, budget. Gaming movies were not popular back then, so they didn't no. get a lot of money. I mean, look at Mario and all the other ones going on at the time. But the actor who played Liu Kang in there was great. I mean, yeah, he, he could, was. Uh, Actually, I would almost say he's better than the Liu Kang in this movie, truthfully. Yeah. But you had a really interesting story that that had like real life in the... Oh, my God. The actor who played Shang Tsung was so good. (laughs) Oh, he's so good. But there was a lot of seriousness in that movie. Yeah, you had like, you know, Goro who looked like garbage and... You know, Kano, who's like, hey, I'm going to eat another chicken like Goro. You know, I'm just going to like get stuff all over myself. Yeah. And it, you know, and it, it just, he kind of, he was like, you know, kind of a parody, but no, it was interesting. I actually, I, I will watch this just for the sake of watching it, but mm-hmm. I think that the first movie, the biggest thing that it suffers from. It got from, a lot of crap, but well, I enjoyed it. Well, the biggest thing that it suffers from was the time in which it was made. If you did that exact yeah. same movie with with like modern 
filmmaking techniques or just mm-hmm. a budget at the time, I think that that would have been a really good movie. Well, even some of the things they did on the budget they had, I mean, Sub-Zero's ice moves weren't all that terrible in that no, movie. No, it, 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 did, it didn't look cheesy. I thought it, I thought it was cool. I, I think Even Centauro got... wasn't god-awful in Annihilation. I mean, like... <laughs> well... He wasn't great, but I mean, that's... Yeah, they did It could have been good. a lot worse. I think the only kind of cheesy thing in was was the fight with Scorpion, um, with mm-hmm. like the lava blood and yeah, that that was kind of like that was the genre, right? But I, again, there was there that that first movie was good and I like it. And you mm-hmm. know what? I'm also gonna say this here, and then we're gonna move on to Star Wars. Finally, the Street Fighter movie was also good, and I don't care. God, I don't yeah, care. It was. I don't it was care amazing. that Jean Claude Van Damme didn't speak perfect English, and he should have been because he was like Captain America. Who cares? It was a good movie. <laughs> I enjoy. I enjoyed that movie, and I and I, yes. always, I always did. There was nothing about that that wasn't entertaining. Yeah, it's awesome. There's a lot of there's a lot of bad stories about that that particular like Jean Claude and his like his uh, nose habit. And um, mm-hmm. the actor who played M. Bison was was literally dying. Like he he died right. pretty soon after that movie. Uh, I think I think it was just cancer. But mm-hmm. he, I think he played a really great Bison. Oh, I did too. He, he was yeah. nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, very very sad about that. You know, him, him passing pretty soon after that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people hate that movie, but I thought honestly, I thought it was great. It was so. I 90s. had no issues with that movie. Oh goodness! You know, one day we might have to start like a '90s movie podcast and just rate '90s movies. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> I could do oh, that. Oh, don't get me All started. Right, let's go even past that. Let's do like some Big China and little or Big Trouble in Little Chinatown. Big, Ch- <laughs> big China, <Yeah>. Big China. <laughs> well, there's yeah. I mean, gosh, there there were so many. There were oh, so man. many good, like you know, cheesy. Sort of semi cheesy. I, I watched one. Uh, so the Twitch, mm-hmm. Twitch has a feature where you can do watch parties. Yeah, yeah. And I as long that. as you have Amazon Prime, you can watch along with the person. And this mm-hmm. one stream that I was watching, they do periodically on like Friday nights. They watch cheesy movies on Amazon Prime. One of them Is it was the a, one we saw that really terrible. Subtitled movie. Yes, the oh, was that? yeah, uh, <laughs> that yes, was entertaining. The, the, I love the ki- that. The Kiss Demon. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't remember the director of those movies, but the, they were um, something Bat, dude, whatever. Is. Bat without wings was the name w- of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It was like a um, a particular uh, uh, Chinese. I think it was Chinese. It was either Chinese or Japanese uh, directors, sort of like. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to say kung fu movies, but like just movies that they made. And he made a series of them, but one of them was called Bat Without Wings. Mm-hmm. And the guys dubbed over it. And it, God, I laughed. So <laughs> there was a part because the, the, the guy, he's like a demon and he had like kiss makeup on. So they start playing like rock and roll all night. I, I, even dad, because we showed that to him. Yeah. And he laughed he at it. He enjoyed it. Too. it. <laughs> which is which is saying something. So anyway, but they did um, they did a couple of Chuck Norris movies. I wish I remember the name of the of the movie, but he was like, <laughs> it was the stupidest. It was like the 
It would, but it actually wound up being kind of a good movie. It was, it was like really early in the eighties or something, but I don't know. He was like living on the bayou and like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He had an armadillo pet <laughs> and they blew up his house and killed like his little friend. And like he, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was a really, it was a weird movie because it was like these terrorists that were bringing in all these people from like, I don't, I don't know, Cuba or South America, but they were like going in and like blowing up houses in like rural America, you know, just like (laughs) shooting rocket launchers at people's houses in their neighborhoods, which is actually really scary. Um, so yeah, it, it was violent. It was super violent. Oh my goodness. It was terribly violent. Um, Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to have to send you a, a video uh, about that particular subject. Hopefully, I remember. But anyway, okay, mm-hmm. let's actually do some Star Wars. We'll, we'll talk about our, our plans for our next podcast later. <laughs> okay, so Bounty Hunters, right? We are currently up. We do have 11 issues out, which span three different stories, so mm-hmm. to speak. Uh, we're going to go through 1 through 10. We'll obviously include the rest as we go along. And uh, folks, obviously we're going to be switching things up a little bit as we go along because next week we have Bad Batch. And Mm -hmm. with Bad Batch comes... Two episodes to go over. Yeah, one long one, 70 70 minutes, and then Mm -hmm. one regular one. So next week will be Bad Batch, and then we are going to basically be integrating Bad Batch week to week and we'll probably be throwing some other things in there comics maybe mm-hmm. little stuff but you know maybe that's all we do a week so we will get back to regularly scheduled programming however one uh i believe it's week two weeks from now so after the first watch for bad batch the second week we are going to do bad batch but we're also going to go over the new thrawn book that dropped this yeah, this past week, the 26th, I think that dropped, I, I, if I remember correctly. So that's a big book. It's nice and long. So we'll be raring up for that. Long review. Yeah, well, maybe. It'll be a long episode because we have to do Bad Batch and Thrawn. Uh, mm-hmm. We could split it up into two episodes, but then I have to actually do something and then like upload it in all the mediums because like Podbean doesn't do that all the time so anyway it'll just be a super long episode so hopefully you guys enjoy that stuff as we go along but again let's uh let's jump into bounty hunters because we're so excited it's it's yeah. over 30 this is going to be long strictly because we've been like avoiding talking right. about this <laughs> it's kind of like uh resistance for us basically <laughs> well uh yeah i don't know we had a lot to talk about resistance so okay Let's let's kind of set the the story. All right. There's a lot of jumping, time jumping in this particular series and as far as the structure goes, issues 1 through 5 are a part of the galaxy's deadliest sort of tagline. And then issues 6 and 7 are a part of Target Valance, which, you know, call back Target Vader. Mm-hmm. And then 8 through 11 are a part of the Terminus Gauntlet. Okay. So, yeah, sure, whatever. Right. You seem really excited. I am. (laughs) 
I have nothing to argue. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we get we get a well, okay, let me actually backtrack just a little bit because Valance when when through Target Vader, the whole thing was is that these bounty hunters are trying to kill Darth Vader. Didn't work out, obviously. I mean, not that I know mm-hmm. of. But essentially, Valance goes back to his home planet and he helps the people there, including his, um, you know, former kind of like girlfriend. Uh, what was her name? We'll we'll come across it. Mm-hmm. We'll come across it. But he has essentially moved on and left her because he he's he's basically a machine man and he kind of saw the way she looked at him and mm-hmm. you know he he kind of resigned himself so we see him on a job and we meet this character uh Nakano Lash who mm-hmm. seems to be sort of like his mentor and this is the same species as Kit Fisto mm-hmm. the uh Natolans Maybe not Nautilans. I don't know. Nautilus. Yeah. It was something C word. And Close enough. we basically get a job gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very wrong. Yes. Lash kills. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, the broken clan. Is that the name of the clan? Uh, yeah, I was trying to find the actual name of the, the person that, uh, that it was, I believe that person's name was, uh, Camus maybe. And yes, we, we get this sort of battle between the, these two syndicates Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to, I'm going to plow through this dude. I'm not going to go comic by comic, plow, plow through the story. So this is actually like a Romeo and Juliet mm-hmm. subtext because he gets, you know, the daughter of the head of was it Warring the, the un- syndicate? Well, it was like the that was the Unbroken clan. Oh, right? was that the Unbroken? Okay, so what's his clan? I'm drawing a blank on it. Uh, the the Mariners Whale Syndicate, I yes. guess. Okay. So he is going in to kill her because he can't allow his clan to know that this was happened. However, the heir or the, the, the offspring of these two could effectively, you know, in like a very medieval sense, lay claim to either clan. Again, Romeo, Juliet story as old as time, but the guy doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Right. (laughs) All right. So, Lash kills him, mm-hmm. and we don't see until much later why. We just assume that it, you know, who knows? Maybe she's crazy. Mm-hmm. And we have Boba Fett. We've got, uh, we've got, what was it Bosk and? Uh, oh shoot! We'll have to go back for some of these other like minor characters that don't really matter all that much. I mean, no offense, but they, they just, they just don't. Um, we have the brother of one of the care, uh, Tanora. Is it Tanora? Tongor. 
Tongor. I mean, it's like a T apostrophe Ongor. Yeah. And Tongor doesn't make it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he is uh, he is shot. And okay, let, let let's we let's might not, as well just jump ahead and say it's it. names. I'm I'm overthinking names, and to be honest, I really shouldn't. So. The job is such. Let me just start from the beginning because that's, you know, I have to. <laughs> job gone bad. Upon the escape, the um, the Unbroken Clan is also here. Our bounty hunters don't know anything about where they're at. They don't know who they're attacking. And this is a big deal. Warring syndicates, I mean, we get it. It's a, it's a trope. But... Valance is loyal to Lash. Yes, mentor. We find out later that, you know, he, she kind of saved him, I guess, in a way. Um, He went a little bit berserk on some members of the empire. He's, he's Mm -hmm. angry. He's drunk. He's, he's half a robot or probably more than a robot. And she gives him, I think, I think you could say she gives him purpose Mm -hmm. and something to drive for maybe. And so he's got loyalty and Boba Fett is not the Boba Fett of the Mandalorian. He is yeah, no, still he's not a good guy. <laughs> no, he's not at all. Which, which nice again, to see. yeah, but it, it, it's the reason why the pill was a little harder to swallow in Mando. We, I yeah. mean, we really enjoyed it and we love the actor, but we also know that Boba Fett is, is like a bad guy. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not just unscrupulous. He's kind of just a bad guy. Well, I feel like this is kind of a, a big thing for cinema right now is picking someone that we grew up with who is evil and kind of turning them into an anti-hero, like someone you can relate to and care about. And Well, and, and the other thing, too, is like what really is Book of Boba going to be about? Because it, it could be bad. <laughs> Like he might right, not because they're going through the timeline when he was this bad guy. So mm. <laughs> I don't know, man. But anyway, so Boba and Valance fight, and an errant shot from Boba basically kills our other secondary mm-hmm. character here. No offense. Uh, when he was aiming for Lash, mm-hmm. he's got a code. You know, I, I'll give him this. He does have a code. You screw him over. He does tend to remedy, remedy the situation because here, here's the rub. If Boba would have killed her then, it's very Reputation. possible. Well, here's the thing, though. It's very possible that they might have been able to smooth this over a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Because that, well, I mean, the kid would have been dead. I mean, right. <laughs> let's, not, <Yeah. laughs> let's not even trip. That kid would have been dead, man. Yeah. But the bounty hunters would have moved on. So I, it's not how I would have done it. I'm just saying that if he would have got the shot off, Lash faced, in quotations, justice, so to speak. You blame it all on her. She went crazy. The other dude's dead. He can't dead men tell no lies right. or truth or anything because they're dead. Uh, but the kid would have obviously probably been killed. Mm-hmm. And the mother dies in childbirth. Uh, they are able to get her off the planet. And effectively, Lash raises this child. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I'll probably have to skim through a little bit here as we get a little further on just so that I can remember all the names. There's so many names, dude. Mm-hmm. But essentially the the story here is that Lash is coming out of hiding. She's made contact. And this brings all the bounty hunters back. The bounty hunters that they think screwed them. You know, she screwed us. We've got to get her. Or just people trying to make money. Mm-hmm. In our first issue, we do see Afra. Yeah. Like for a minute. Af- get Afra and BK for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, that was just, a little... It was that literally was little just to highlight how much Bosk hates Wookiees, essentially. Yeah, and I mean, Trandoshans and Wookiees, obviously, they, you know, they're not going to get along either way, but I just thought it was, I thought it was kind of weird. Um, but uh, effectively, in the second issue, that's when we get sort of more, there's a lot of backstory in the beginning of all these issues, which is very mm-hmm. similar to Target Vader. And, unf- well, I don't want to say unfortunately, but there are parts of this that start to overwrite what was already in target Vader, which I don't like. And I've already, I mm-hmm. think I've been very clear about that. I think it's, I think it's bad storytelling when you overwrite things, but it is what it is. Maybe people don't know an issue two. Um, I'm actually trying to get, uh, some more of the, of the names of some of our, our people here, because I, I really, I want to be fair. So we have the sister, of character who gets killed in the first book, but we don't really necessarily have much to say about it. Uh, Tonga mm-hmm. is her name, and she's been living off-world with her wife, uh, basically crop, you know, uh, gardening. Crop farming, Farming, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, is the wife also like a bounty hunter? Kind of get that vibe near the end. Kind of do, yeah. I, right. I feel like she probably is. And I, I think, I think one of the one of the gripes that I saw very early on is like, well, they just they seem to kill every female character that they mm-hmm. establish. So Tonga is shot, which I thought was. I will say this: this comic is very abrupt. Yeah, you get the is. feeling like like Game of Thrones. Any of these people could be knocked off at any second, aside from balance. And Boba Fett. But her just being shot there seemed really abrupt. And I, I was like, I wasn't Why? a big fan of it, really. No, it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense to the story. I mean, well, knock her out. What they're okay, saying but... is we set up this character. We give her a reason to do what she's doing. And the second we take that reason away and give her a crisis of faith, we kill her off. Well, but they didn't kill her. Because later True. on, we, we figure out that she, she did survive, yep. and her and her wife seem to be going off on their own little secret mission. So mm-hmm. we should see more of her. Correct. And, I, and I, d- I did like her character from the very brief amount of time yeah. we got with her, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, I thought, it was in- I thought she was interesting. Uh, again, you know how I am. I like, I like teams. I, mm-hmm. like, I like you know setting up. Especially like a- reluctant ones. Well, you know, I, sometimes I just want people to like have a crew. <laughs> I just I just want them to have a crew. Um, and I'll also say something about the this comic is very violent too. Like the it the is. the action the action panels. Like you start to think it's like how do people survive any of this? <laughs> He's shot multiple people in the gut with his little hand cannon. They're just 
they're still alive, and I'm calling BS on that. Yeah. Well, in issue three, we do get a battle with Bosk um, mm-hmm. as Valance finds, you know, a way to find his former mentor. Uh, oh, 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 here she is. Here she is. Uh, oh, Vega. Oh, here we go. Urella Vega, that's her name. Mm. Yeah, that's his girlfriend <laughs> nice. who has a who totally has a husband now. Yeah. Oh man, that oh, I was like, I knew I would eventually flip to that page. <laughs> so, um, but we eventually see her as well. But anyway, so yeah, there's this whole back and forth with with Bosk, and and you sort of have some time skippy, skippity doodah here. And then we start to see members of the Unbroken Clan as well in issue three, as they are also hot on the trail. They have stupid masks. They do. I mean, especially the little leader. Well, it's it's like um oh there it was a character from uh, Skyrim, uh, the the Thief's Guild line. Uh, you you remember the like the the Guy Fox kind of guy who yeah. had the stupid like mask thing? Yeah. It reminded me of that. It's it's just purple. <laughs> so anyway, we do get uh, our reunion here, and we get the full story, like we told Romeo and Juliet. However, uh, Lash is sick. They don't really explain mm-hmm. that, by the way. She's just sick. She's yeah. got some disease that's going to kill her, and... Um, we meet our, our child here, and let me see if we get that particular name. I mean, we will, but I gotta I gotta figure it out. You don't remember the name to this person, do you? I th- honestly, this is probably one of my worst for remembering names. They're all super unmemorable <laughs> names for me. Well, yeah, I just don't remember the darn thing even coming up. I'll, I'll eventually get to it, but. Uh, you know, we get we get Boba Fett, you know, again, catching up to him, all this good jazz. I don't know. It's just not crazy, crazy interesting. I really want to find this stupid name because it's really bothering me. I don't know. Eventually I'll, eventually I'll find it. But whatever. So... Yeah, issue issue four is just, it seems like a lot of backtracking. And then we have... We have effectively our um, other character, which I'm, I'm still Tonga, kind of getting shot in the same way as her brother, and that's mm-hmm. sort of like where issue four is. But you know, again, this is this is Boba Fett. That was Boba Fett shot them both. Right. <sighs> Good times, but and that that knocks that knocks her out. It's just really whatever. So issue five. We do, and I said I wasn't even going to go issue by issue, but in order for me to remember names, I have to, apparently. We get more of Lash's backstory of, like, mm-hmm. possibly her pregnant mother being killed, and we, we see the we see the um, the conflict on Gleansom. There we go. Valachords, baby. Right. Here's a callback. But um, where Lash is out there with her pregnant mother and pregnant mother's probably dead. There, you know, there's a whole conflict that I'm not really gonna, I don't know enough about really to talk about it, but she, uh, Lash is able to, to survive here and right back in the, in the fire. And again, we have this whole knockdown slobber knocker with Boba Fett. 
Did you like his little uh, his little uh, foot foot spikes? No. no, I didn't. Come on, man! You don't like his foot. He's spikes? He's a robot. How is that going to help against a robot? Well, I mean, if it's electrical, it's I think it was electrical, circuitry. right? Yeah, so it was it was made specifically no, for him. No, no, his little grappling hook was electrified. Oh, okay. Well, whatever, dude. He had a plan. Okay. He, he always but, has a plan. That's what the Book of Boba is about, all of his plans. <laughs> it's just strange because the fighting just seems so back and forth. And I mean, who wins, who loses, who... Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be critical because it's comics. I get it. But it just seems so odd. And then we get Lash fighting Boba. And we get we get Boba flamethrowing Valance. But not really affecting him with it all that much. You know, just taking his darn skin. And, you know, I will say the only saving grace for this particular issue was sort of Valance and um, Lash's sort of like final goodbye here as they're separated. Yeah. That was kind of a cool... I thought that was kind of neat, and that unfortunately I enjoyed is that. right, and that is the end of Lash. And then we realize that our our prophesied child here uh, is not a baby, and totally knows everything to do, like fly ships and do all this stuff, and like Valance is now our protector. So that's pretty sweet. I isn't this around the time the we name. lose? Isn't this around the time we lose the droid too? Yeah, the, droids, totally the, okay droid, the droid's been lost. That darn thing's been dead for a while. So issue six, again, this is where we start to overwrite a lot of Valance's story that we already had in Target Vader. I guess, you know, oh, there's her name. Cadelia. The, the child. Cadelia. The child. Yep, mm. that's her name. Thank you. I found it. Good job, comic, for telling me what I needed to know. So, but, but again, like, I guess, I guess if you didn't read Target Vader, maybe they just expected you didn't read Target Vader, Mm -hmm. but like literally from this point on, aside from a couple of variables, it's the same darn story. It seemed lazy to me. I hate overwrites because it's not, it's not retconning. It's not nerfing. It's not doing anything. It's just overwriting what you already know. It's like a, it's like a VHS tape. You know, I, it's filler. I I, uh, I recorded Star Wars off of TNT, and but I'm gonna have to record it again because I forgot it was even on here. It's the same. It's the same thing. Right. It's weird. Uh, we also introduce a couple more bounty hunters, which uh, were a part of lore. So we have Forlom, the uh, kind of uh, bug protocol droid, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then uh, Zuckus, old Zuckus. I wasn't a big fan of Zuckus in the the old protocol droid, honestly. Well, I mean, it's fine. It's a callback to to bounty hunters that were literally in the movies. I yeah, mean, they, they were. We saw them in movie form in the old series, part of canon, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, whatever. It's it, it's fine. I mean, it, it's it's an interesting callback. It gives you gives some nerds some stuff to think about. Um, 
but from here on, it's kind of just Valance and, and uh, you know, I read a name and then I forget the name. <laughs> Cadelia. I have to put a pin in that. Um, kind of being attacked, just continually being attacked until we go back to Valance's planet where the, you know, kind of small rebel, If you from Target Vader, there's a small rebel outpost out there. Mm-hmm. And we meet his um, his not not girlfriend. not girlfriend girlfriend yeah not anymore but he he's pretty badly damaged and you know there you go Cadelia that's another one we don't really have her for very long either no not really so and 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 again I think that this is part of the complaint you have these characters and they they obviously know some stuff. But then they're just not around for very long. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she'll come back. But anyway, uh, for uh, Forlom and Zuckus uh, take some battle droids, and they're gonna assault this planet, and you know get their bounty. Sorry, I keep hitting the mic with the comic. That's my bad. <laughs> uh, but I mean, just to kind of bust through this because it's it, it's again it's more fighting, Valance getting beaten up, but then you know using his little hand hand blaster oh man it's just uh i guess we i guess i should shouldn't have glossed over the husband's name if i can find that real quick because he comes up later too condra that's his name i should probably write these things down so i don't keep forgetting them He'll come up later, but yeah, Condra, Yura's uh, husband, Condra, and you know, it seems like they're trying to make a life and everything, which obviously you can't, you can't rely on robot guy coming back <laughs> with his fake skin, even with his ruby. And the the interesting thing too is that it, it's obvious that Condra knows a lot about Vance Valance, mm-hmm. and so do the people around there. They know what he did for them because he basically saved them. If you if you know, you didn't read Target Vader. I'm sorry. I, I think I talked about those independently in my half hour shows that I used to do. Mm-hmm. But you know, he led the Empire astray so that they could survive, which was you know really good. But they want to help him, which I, I find interesting. And then we just leave. We just we just leave our kid yeah, for there. No reason. Yeah, it, 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 it's too dangerous, kid. You're just gonna We're have leaving to stay them with a rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And again, I'm a crew builder. I think you could have had a fun little sort of like father-daughter type relationship. You know, he learns about his humanity through, you know, taking care of the kid who's really cool and like an assassin or something. The Why couldn't you do that? Really, the only excuse we really had was that he was trying to track Zuckus and get him to go after him alone and protect the girl but it's like but you're not coming back for we know you're not we are making these bounty hunters way too op yeah zuckus this droid i don't care if the droid can self self repair here's my and this is why i said i had an issue with them zuckus is made out to be this amazing bounty hunter that can literally not be ambushed Senses everything like he's a force god. Yeah. And then he gets beat by a little girl. (laughs) 
Well, it, it's just, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to like over realism everything, but it just, it does. It kind of bothers me a little bit. I, I, it feels like too much nostalgia. Like, okay, mm-hmm. Dengar. I think Dengar is a stupid character, mm-hmm. but progressively, and Target Vader was the same, and we'll see Dengar later here. We always bring back Dengar. Dude, somebody shoot Dengar, okay? He's a weasel. Right. right. <laughs> and, like, again, four Lom Zuckus. And the thing is, is like, they're good bounty hunters because they survive. I get that. You know, mm-hmm. they're good at survival, they're good at doing their job. I'm fine with that. But, but why they're, they're giving but, them weird personalities and they're making them kind of annoying, though, honestly. Yeah, but but the fact that w- we have this in quotations like anti hero and Valance who just g- g- he gets killed every single fight by everyone. He yeah. is he is so underpowered here. He he literally is just garbage. He is a he is like uh who was um because we were talking about uh, Mortal Kombat, who was um, it? Wasn't Kung or it wasn't? Uh, yeah, Kung Lao with the hat. Yeah, Kung Lao could have been a really cool character. And he I was remember, set up to be. I remember the introduction in the games, and the hat move was pretty OP. And then he just became garbage. Yeah, because you couldn't really do the hat move. <laughs> I don't know if he is anymore. I know he's still in the universe, but like it, it's, it's just like. He he was he was just the lighter version of the heroes of the story. It's like mm-hmm. they just wanted to bring in another character, but he wasn't really all that good. And it, it well, the same could be said about Reptile. He yeah. he was the ninja. Well, uh, the, he was the green ninja, but he wasn't really as cool or as well. He was cool to me. Uh, and I'll also say this: I like the human reptile who then becomes the reptile. Yeah. I don't like the solid reptile. That's just dumb. Okay, let's but, use let's use smoke as. An example, then. Yeah, smoke was yeah. The robots. smoke wasn't as good. <laughs> well, uh, none of the robots were very good. They all kind of sucked. Mm. I don't know. Well, no, I, no, I'm talking the palette swap ninja smoke from like two or three. Yeah, yeah. I before, mean, there were several. There was a robot. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, like his only move was he could just teleport to the other side of the screen. That was it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I get that. Oh, that, I main, that's, that's, I, I, t- I main, I main that. That's my main. Mm, I don't think whatever. we have any. Vi- I don't think we have any serious video gamers <laughs> listening to this podcast. No, but but no, balance is super underpowered, and everything about like even down to like how many issues of the comic did his hand cannons not work? Like I'm sorry, well, it's yeah. just. But see that that's the thing. Everything he, he's, about it is just so frustrating. He's constantly running broken. Like even when he's fixed, he instantly breaks down. It's like, dude, you need to get yourself a better repair guy because mm-hmm. these guys are charging you for nothing. You well, suck. There, there's literally even a part in the comic where he gets charged for repairs and then the guy dies, but he oh, already paid, and then he yeah. gets damaged right away. But like, you would think a cybernetic humanoid in the star Wars galaxy would be pretty OP, especially when he has the skills of a bounty hunter, but well, no, well think, think about I mean, just put, ba- put, put cybernetics on Boba Fett. Imagine fighting True. Boba Fett then. Why can't Valance do that? Well, th- think about just the basic, basic physics of this. So you're a metal guy and Bosk punches you. 
and it hurts I don't, you. It knocks I don't you care. out. Yeah, I don't care if he's Trandoshan or not. I mean, you're you're punching metal. Yeah. Listen, R two D two is more resilient than Valance, and R two D two is just like a, a a like a trash can. I love R two, but yeah. he's he's a can, and he's been far more resilient. He's than, got sturdier than plates of metal, that's for sure. <laughs> now, granted, Valance has also been shot a lot, but still, it's like. I don't know. He he was built like crap, and he has crap parts, and he's he's just crap. And I hate. <laughs> Bosk even kind of points it out. I hate that they add the nerve receptors in the metal parts eh. of his body because I feel like that's such a story trope. Like, oh, we need him to be injured and not a hundred percent right now and in pain. Sir, he's a robot. Well, just give him pain receptors. You know, it's fine. Why would you want that? Why would yeah. you ever add that feature? Like, I'm sorry, I'd be taking that out as a bounty hunter. Like, first day. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just... It's just frustrating. Yeah. And and, and again, it's not like I, I dislike Valance. I just like the way they're... I, I don't particularly care for the way they're building him. Mm-hmm. Because, again, just my rational brain always kicks in here, and he says, well, dude, eventually, like, this dude just going to, like, fall apart. Because he's, right. he, he's, he's all machine now, isn't he? As far as we know, I mean. I mean, maybe could, his. Maybe, maybe the, he's a, maybe he's like a reverse Fennec Shan. He's got, like, a little tiny bit of human gut left, and everything else is robot. I don't know. Well, I mean, it, maybe his midsection isn't yeah. robot. Might just be know. limbs and head. I don't know. Dude, the head but, thing is the head thing's trippy though. It's just weird. At it's what weird. okay. At what point are you no longer a person? <laughs> I wish I could remember the exact story, but uh the, it was some historical boat. Um Oh, every single piece of it had been replaced at one point, right? I'm pretty sure that I've told this story before, and I hopefully it, when I did, I actually remembered the entire story, but yeah. If you continue, there is nothing left. Yeah, so it's it's still the same shape. It's got the same name, but if you remove every piece of a ship and keep it the same, it, is it still the same ship? Because the whole point of that story was that it was like historical. For and I'm sorry, I'm sure somebody might also know what I'm talking about. I just can't remember. But over time, they just rebuilt it. They replaced rotting planks. It was a wood ship, you know, yada yada right. yada. So after everything had been replaced, so is it still even the same ship? The same thing could be said about a human if you're constantly in, in this universe. If you have just rebuilt him and rebuilt him and taken away all the parts, are they still human? Which is kind of the Grievous conundrum. Yeah. And Grievous, you know, I mean, he's got like kind of like a skull and a heart, right? Yeah. I guess those are technically, he's got his brain and heart. Those are the important parts, sure. But <laughs> but you would assume that in Valance's like cranium, he's got a, he's got a brain. He's got the brain, right? They didn't just well, like transfer the thoughts to like a, uh, a computer i mean like why would you do that for a basic grunt well i'm just saying <laughs> the well yeah well i'm just saying it's like maybe they encapsulated his skull in metal yeah right, so there's still right. a skull in there maybe is that maybe realistic either that or his skull was fractured so much that they had to encapsulate his brain in a metal skull Completely do away with everything else. Yeah, so the question is, is there... This is really off the beaten track, but does he still have a brain? Does he still have a skull? 
And is it just like a like a helmet? Right. Like a really like advanced helmet. You and, and also, let me ask you this. Wouldn't you think somebody would have invested in like some technology for like spray on skin? Yeah, because it sounds like it's pretty difficult for him to get his skin replaced, but it's constantly getting ripped off. Yeah. Like it's all it's it's almost like a you know, a scare factor thing, like, oh rip his freaking face off. Everybody well, rip his face off. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> spray know? on hair. Yeah. Yeah, you just you could have a little jingle for it. If your skin is gone, spray it on. <laughs> do 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 skin. Now stay can. away from fires. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you got a problem. <laughs> Dude, I, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. You know, I maybe, maybe the tech needs to like some, some evil mogul from the time just needs to like, yeah. yeah, I love that spray on skin. I've got cans of it in the back. Okay. You know, another thing that kind of bothered me: the fact that he gives up so easily when he's cornered by Zuckus and the robot. Like he. Again, you yeah. could just go back to other bounty hunters. Boba Fett wouldn't have given up right then and there. He wouldn't have paid to get a three-day head start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Well, um, I don't know. Let's kind of move on here. So Valance is, again, on the run. He goes to, like, you know, the dude who gives him the jobs, mm-hmm. which was... You know, kind of dumb. And we have a new character for all of a couple of panels here, uh, Tasu Leech, which coincidentally, that name sounds super familiar, and I feel like I should know it, so I'm going to look it up. He kind of winds up being nobody, though. Oh, that's who it is. He was in, uh, he was in the, uh, in the, um, the new movies. He was on the, on Solo's ship. He was oh, one really? of the guys that I think got eaten <laughs> by the by those monsters. Yeah, Tasu Leech. That's okay. That's why I remember. So he, yeah, he was in um, Force Awakens. Yeah, little Lobot clone. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Tasu, Tasu Leech is is not the Lobot guy. It's it's the the assassin. Oh, oh, oh the young one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. He was. You know. You remember Conja Club. Oh yeah, he, he he was a leader of old Conja <laughs> Club, you know the the club. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he looks. I don't know. They they anim. If you look at the drawing, it's like way different from the actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the I mean the actor in in the movie was you know either of some like Asian or like Filipino sort of origin. Yeah. Yeah. And you know this. Rocking mustache and everything, yeah, 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 and and the 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 draw the the illustration here is like way different. So they gave like absolutely zero s words about the right. movie version of Tasu Leach. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, did say he was like the deadliest pit fighter, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, again, we have another knockdown drag out. Oh, we get to Not see a very the good uh, shot. <laughs> no, we get to see the band though, the old jizz yeah. band. <laughs> What was it they say? Do, do, it's do, like, do, do. Uh, I'm, I'm here. You need to stop booking us gigs like this. I bet the other guys wouldn't have this issue. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm going to have to bleep this out. He does cuss. He says Figrin. No, mm. I don't know. That could be a name. 
<laughs> yeah, I think it's a name. Uh, figuring you've got to start booking us better gigs. I bet this never happens to uh, Fitea and the Slimos. <laughs> well, when you play one song over and over again, you can only get books. So Cause times. shootouts. You know, it's it's trippy how how they've just completely redone the look of this character from mm-hmm. the character that we saw in the movie. Like I said, that name, it just hit I never me. even like, really thought about him, truthfully. Well, I mean, who would? He got eaten right. by those monsters, I think. I think he's dead. I think he's dead. Probably. <laughs> I don't think he made it off that ship. But Valance does, uh, you know, he takes care of him, and then we, we wind up uh, on a rebel ship fighting some pirates. Mm-hmm. Because why I, not? <laughs> Why not, dude? Indeed. And we also pick up with Dengar. So mm-hmm. he's sort of imprisoned by the pirates a little bit. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. This was... Oh, we, we glossed over it. Sorry, guys. Valance knows Solo. Mm-hmm. When he was Actually shot flew down, together quite a bit. Yeah, when he was shot down, he was flying with Solo, and Solo wound up coming back for him and rescuing mm-hmm. him. And uh, get a little glimpse into just how harsh the Empire was. Yeah, but in we. This I, moment. I know you haven't seen it. I've already seen it. Yeah. Target Vader, bro. Yeah. It, it already happened for me. But no, you're right. Uh, I mean, he lost a leg at this point. And, uh, I mean, that's the Empire, though. He failed in their eyes, crashing Mm -hmm. a ship. He failed. They're not going to give him a leg and just put him back in another ship. They won't even... There's even a point where they mention uh, earlier when they're kind of talking about him getting his other injuries that turned him into the cyborg. They're like, well, was it a victory? No, they had to retreat. Well, he isn't really a war hero, so don't waste any good cybernetics on him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, I thought it was I thought it was kind of interesting that they chose to incorporate Han Solo here, which coincidentally yeah. we do we do have a very poignant frame of reference here as to the time, because Boba Fett is actually carrying Han Solo right now in Carbonite. So this mm-hmm. is like right before. Um, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So right, right before he gets back to the huts. Um, I don't know how I feel about the solo thing. I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel about the solo thing? I feel like you shouldn't tie in every single. It it's one of those things we've talked about a lot. Like when you go to the same planets over and over again, it starts to make everything seem small in the universe. And just the fact that, Oh, every important character in star Wars has ran into each other at some point. Yeah. With how big the Navy was, was it really that viable that they had ran into each other at some point? I mean, it you know yeah it's it's possible but it's also improbable yeah it 
I get what they're doing with it. It's fan service. It's pandering to the audience. Yes, I get that. But does it really serve any story-based purpose for them to have met? Because you don't see them in the present day. So what good is it? No doubt. No doubt, no doubt. And he doesn't really learn anything from Solo in his younger years. Well, yeah, he he kind of yells at him, and then Solo yeah. just like leaves. He's like, "I don't have any time for you, stupid right. person." <laughs> anyway, he, he literally just acknowledges, "I'm bad at saying thank you," but oh, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. He doesn't care. Doesn't care about you at all. Mm. Well, okay, hey, you know what? I figured out Tonga's wife's name because oh, yeah. it says it in this issue. That's amazing. Lasha Tarkon. Not Tarkin, don't be mistaken. (laughs) (laughs) There's a connection. There's a connection. Oh, well. Well, we all know Omega is going to be Tarkin's kid, but whatever. So, yeah, we get get that Tonga's still alive, which is good. She's got like a weird vacuum tube on her. Right. (laughs) You know, I did the best I could. Are you a doctor? Well, um, you know, kind of. What is that? Is that like your vacuum cleaner? Well, maybe. I'm just a farmer. <laughs> yeah. I raise beasts. They seem to like you, though. <laughs> if they hadn't, they would have ate you. You're a terrible doctor. Well, you know. Yeah, it's just, it's very, it's interesting. But hey, I guess she's okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. Solid. Yeah. But again, are they going to bring him back? Right. Or is it going to be one of those Mando things like, well, maybe we'll get this character back. Maybe not. I guess we'll see in a, that, in a year. It's just frust- that's frustrating to me. So anyway, uh, we also meet Blanche. Blanche mm-hmm. Sp- Sproul. Yeah, old Blanche. Stop that cooking. Just stop it. Blanche lets Valance out after talking to him for like two seconds. Mm -hmm. She's she's good. Private Blanche reporting Mm -hmm. for duty. Um, Here's another thing. I don't really know that Valance is a good pilot. He was shot down. But he does get to ride in an X-Wing, which is pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. I don't know, man. Do we think he's a good pilot? I don't think he's a good pilot. Yeah, it's weird. I don't get the feeling that like Valance is a good pilot. Yeah. I don't it know why. It was never his aspiration. He wanted to be a commander. I mean. <laughs> I just, I don't know why, but I get yeah. the feeling <laughs> that he might not be the best pilot in the world. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Which is kind of funny in the Star Wars universe. You kind of automatically assume everyone's amazing at it. Well, God, at some point, he needs to be amazing at something. Yeah. Like, to this point, he's just amazing at, like, not having a crew. Yeah. (sighs) This thing, like, with his leg injury, he could have still been a pilot for a TIE fighter. True. So it's like, all right, if they're going to kick you out, you probably suck. Well, right, yeah. I mean, if you were, like, an ace pilot... Yeah. You know, if it was solo, if this happened to solo, I mean, like, well, solo was a little bit too independent. I was thinking more about um, 
maybe like uh oh who is our our major from um Soren Keys. Soren Keys. Yeah, like if Soren lost, and that was from Alphabet Squadron, by the way, I didn't finish my sentence. But if Soren Keys got his leg blown off, I feel like he would have gotten a leg, and they would have been like, hey, dude, here's best cybernetics. Go ahead, go on back, bro. Get back in that thing and go. You got to command. You're not getting out of this. (laughs) Yeah, you got to command the squadron. But yeah, so Valance is just, you know, again, I think he's, he's, He's got that weird average man, men's story because he was like a miner on his planet. Yeah. And he wanted to do good, but he really wasn't like spectacular at any one thing. It's, it seems like. So maybe I guess that's the point. He's just not a particularly spectacular anything, but he's still out there living for some reason. Literally all he is is just a tank. He can take a lot of abuse. <laughs> He's a tank, but he doesn't have his four, four strength, four stem leather belt. Oh, oh. Yeah. ain't got no healer around him. No. <laughs> yeah, he 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 doesn't the have his taking a nap. He doesn't have his gear, man. He he yeah. he didn't gear up before he went. He didn't put his healing potions in in the proper slot, dude. He's got a level one sword. They're all looking at him like, "This is who you want to tank for us." Don't worry about it. We're way stronger. Just and again, just pull aggro. And again, this for is the gamers. Why this is why he needs a crew because he's just a tank. <laughs> yeah, but I do. I think that he feels like the every, just like a normal person mm-hmm. who just so happens to survive by whatever means. By the means of know, being man. a robot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, another little piece of our pie here. The commander of this ship is a bad dude. He's in league with the um, pirates. Mm-hmm. And uh, Valance basically goes on a uh, Mando-level kill mission. If you remember from the prison, first season in the prison, he kind of has that, which, again, he just... Whatever. I'm I'm done. I I don't want to. Are you sure you're done? Are you sure? Are you sure? No, not really. I don't really want to continue to talk about him. But, yeah, he's doing spacewalks, so he doesn't need air. Maybe he lost his lungs. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he's like just literally like walking on the out, or well, he's climbing a ladder on the outside of the ship. I don't. I don't understand. Like he's got artificial robotic lungs that pull in just enough air and filter and recirculate and keep it in there, so he doesn't need to breathe for like twenty minutes. <laughs> I mean, seriously, what about this guy is still, like, human? I don't know. The the android guy points out that he still makes all the stupid mistakes of a human, so there's that at least. Yeah, I don't know, man. Just seems a little bit weird. Seems a little bit weird, but yeah, he goes on his kill mission. Oh, we get a classic line here. Oh, poodoo. There we go. Perfect callback, I guess. So, I I don't know. 
we do get a couple more panels with 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 Tonga as well, and and from this, it does kind of feel like we're going to see more of of both of them. You know the 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 wife and wife combo here. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm down for it. I don't know how they fit in this story, though. I think they might be more interesting than Valance, honestly. <laughs> I mean, possibly, but it seems like we're going to can you know. Tell me, tell me if if this is something that you would even read. You know, there are stories out there that change perspective. Like you start with somebody, but you don't always end with them. Oh yeah. So it's called Bounty Hunters. It's not called Valance's Adventures. Mm-hmm. So, well, who would you want? I mean, other than her, who would you want Skip to? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I'm just I, I'm I'm just trying to flesh out the idea, but like. If you I had want, characters, I don't well, the want kid. Yeah, the kid. I, I feel like the kid needs to get a pretty large chunk because the kid's the, the most compelling thing going on. Although I still think the ideologic, oh, she can unite the clans and stop this bloody war. Well, okay, listen. Let's kind of break that down just quickly because, one, she has no real ties to either side. She doesn't know anybody. No one's going to respect her. Two, she's not part of those families, so she hasn't been taught how to be, you know, a cutthroat, devious, a business person. She doesn't have any of the credentials to be a leader. And I feel like the clans aren't going to care that she's an heir. They're going to care about the other side of her bloodline. It's just how it's going to be. Yeah, I... I would be interested if they actually go that route personally, but, but I mean, my whole point is, is that, you know, you have all these bounty hunters we are constantly seeing them. And because Valance is just kind of such, he's kind of blah. Mm-hmm. And I don't really see how other people fit in here aside from just fighting him. Yeah. And that's going to get really boring. And all that's already, all that's doing boring. is showing off how cool the other bounty hunters are and how cool, uncool he is. Right. You know. Well, in this 10th issue, we do get a lot of shots of his skin flapping off of his face, his robot face. Well, that's good. I'm dead. Si- I don't think he has a skull under there, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, well, he has robot eyes, too. Mm-hmm. I, To be honest with you, would it shock you if he just wound up being a robot and they implanted his memories in there? But who would have done matter. that? Yeah, who, who would who, take the time and money into that? That's what I want to know. Because he's not important enough. <laughs> well, he's not good enough either. No. I don't know, man. Maybe we should look into that at some point. Oh, Private Blanche is off killing people. She's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the Blanches of the world, but... Whatever, dude. Oh man, and you know they—they they also like. Okay, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold dialogue discussion for a little later, but they do have some dialogue with some of these pirates that were just sitting around, and it makes you really—it's supposed to make you want to hate them. Like, so Valance comes up and he's like Terminator and kills everybody, mm-hmm. right? I'm gonna discuss that a little bit later but Dengar also does seem to help but then they fight and 
I don't know. He takes him hostage or something. I don't know what's going on, dude. <laughs> I don't know what's up. And at least by the cover, it looks like we're definitely getting another Bosk issue. Right. In the next issue. So, all right. I have a couple of parting parting thoughts here. Dialogue. I thought the dialogue in this was really garbage. It was. It was super generic. Yeah, it was like a lot of those, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to rip your tongue out of your throat and put it up your butt, and all this stuff. It's like, even with that last panel where they're like, it's it's like, uh, I don't know, just think of any like 90s cartoon bad guy where like, hey, hey, yeah, boss, we're going to go ahead and kill them all. You know, we're like, well, we're bad guys. You know, we really hate all these people. We don't really know why, but we're bad. And we're going to kill them. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it, it felt like really cheesy. And God, it's just, so, I don't know, man. I have a pretty good reading comprehension, but it, this this series seems really hard to follow for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I think that there's an interesting premise, but you ran completely through the whole child aspect of this. You know, oh, your mentor killed a, a syndicate leader's son because... Uh, you know, all because why? Because he was trying to kill a pregnant lady. Oh, the pregnant lady's dead, but gave birth to a child, and the child's like a special. Uh, we don't know because she's just gone with robot guy's former girlfriend that doesn't want to be a girlfriend to a robot guy, and has another boyfriend, and they're in the rebellion, and like Valance is just like cursing solo through half the issues because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, why did you try to take causes and stupid solo is like, oh, so we're trying to tie in Han Solo for some reason. I wonder why, because the War of the Bounty Hunters is coming up and everybody's going to start grappling over the Han Solo thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Should have told us that. Uh, <laughs> you know? So I, I don't know, man. I just, I feel like all this is building to this whole, like, is that what it was called? The War of the Bounty Hunters that's coming up that's going to be across? Something like that, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try He's and He's going to be completely useless in that. <laughs> we, we, talked, we talked about that on, the, on our last show. Um, yeah. War of the Bounty Hunters. Um, so it will encompass Afra. Dar- the Darth Vader comic, the main Star Wars line, and Bounty Hunters. So they're going to try and tie this story throughout the four comics that are running today. And whereas, like, Vader had a story, Afra had, you know, to be honest, I'm actually looking forward to talking about Afra 9. Mm-hmm. Um, the main Star Wars line has been pretty amazing. And coincidentally, dude, if you haven't been spoiled about the newest issue of Vader, like we're gonna have a conversation about that. that I have when we. I haven't heard anything about it. Oh, dude! Oh, dude! We're gonna have a conversation <laughs> about that particular comic book, and uh, we'll talk about it offline. But anyway, that's gonna be a conversation. So, but then Bounty Hunters is just like, oh yeah, you know this war the Bounty Hunters thing. Well, this is called Bounty Hunters, so let's just get it there. You know, is that your feeling, or am I just being harsh? No, I mean, it doesn't really have its own important story to follow like the rest of the series. I feel like you're 
pretty on point with that. <laughs> yeah, they I don't did, I make you care about anything going on. Like, this syndicate girl could be so interesting, and they just leave her feeling so bland to me. Like, I don't care. The whole premise of her reuniting the clans and keeping her safe just because my mentor did and all this, just it's so exhausting. Yeah, well, it doesn't feel... It feels like that's not the way they want to go now. Yeah. They just dropped they her off. They keep saying it. They keep saying it, but it's not really what's going on. Yeah, I mean, to, to me... You, I, I feel like you could do interesting stuff with, with her, with that story, mm-hmm. eventually, um, because effectively there's still a bounty on balance, a dead or alive, by yeah. the way. But is it also on the kid? Maybe, probably. So we have to go back to that kid. Because how does he knock the ba- the bounty off of him? Right. I don't know, dude. I, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, remain positive about it. But as far as series, this has been the weakest one of the new. It has. Of the and we series. really, I feel like we kind of knew this going in. We weren't really looking forward yeah. to this series as much. Well, I mean, I I started off being interested because I thought Target Vader was interesting. I actually thought it was pretty good, and I I, I kind of want you to read that to just sort of see if you felt the same way, and maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know, but yeah, just I don't know. It's it's fallen kind of flat. The dialogue's been pretty terrible. The dialogue kills me, dude. It's it's a major sticking. It's super point for generic. Me. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like Star Wars. It just feels like your generic third tier Marvel characters dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think you have to have a super OP main character. You but need when to have he's a competent com- one though. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, yeah, okay, he has to be so able to beat somebody. Yeah, but let's talk about archetypes. So if you're not the strongest or the most well-trained, you're usually the smartest, right? So if you can't win by sheer brute strength, then you can outthink people. Or, or, you have, uh, or if you're not the smartest, you just know how to plan. You, know, you plan right. for things. You're clever, essentially. Valance's defining characteristic is essentially that he, he tries to do the right thing. Right. And maybe, again, I, I keep going back to it, and it's kind of a hard point to, to draw, but maybe that's the point. Again, average dude who was kind of mediocre at a lot of things he did, fought for a cause he thought was just but wasn't, tries to do, you know, did some good stuff in Target Vader, and now he's trying to, like, I don't know, maybe try and do some good here, but he's just not really... He's not the top of his game. He just can't be. I don't know. I don't know, man. Mm. <sighs> All right. No, no, you give uh, him the brute force archetype and you give him none of the powers of a brute, and it just. True. It just comes off odd, like lazy in a way. Yeah, I agree. So I, I don't know if you want to really give a rating to this so far because it's kind of hard to rate a series until it's done. But 
I think one thing I did enjoy from our last discussion with Afra was uh, covers. Yeah. Because we really haven't done that all that much, and I think that's something that's very important to the the comic book industry. It's kind of like uh, when we would go to the video store and look mm-hmm. at covers of videos and pick videos based upon, or DVDs or VHSs, you know, I'm kind of old. <laughs> I'm not that old, but um, I mean, I am that old to know what a VHS is and have had VHSs. But, um, but yeah, just you know, you look at that, and I think that's a big part of comics too is having the the visual aspect of of that cover to maybe grasp your imagination a bit. So, out of all the covers, what do you think was your? Did you have a favorite? Uh, see. And we kind of talked about this beforehand. I Covers are very important to me, but there aren't a lot of covers in this series that really stand out, and they all just kind of blend in, I feel like, for the most part. Okay. But I would probably have to say, even though it really doesn't work with the story all that much, my favorite cover would have to be from issue two. Okay. Yeah, got, you, you know. We got Balance, we got Boss, and we got Boba just going crazy. Yeah, you got explosions like the in the background. Side. They're fighting with each other for some reason, which is yeah. odd. Like, it's almost a throwback to that mission. Yep. Yep. In a way. I, like I agree. Escape afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I get your assessment there. Because, yeah, they do. They look like they're fighting against a force, like they've mm-hmm. united, but then they're, they're not. Right. They're not at all. <laughs> well, even the first cover, too, you have, you know, Valance, you know, walking through fire, and you've got Bosk and, and Boba Fett behind him, which, I mean, kind of you could you could kind of tie into the mission that went wrong. They did sort yeah. of work together there. But, yeah, it's just not the same. Um, I would say for me, I think, I think that issue four has an interesting cover. It's very Terminator esque. I thought but, about four as well. It is kind of cool. But I, yeah, but I, I think, um, I think if it's not four, it would be nine, where Valance is sort of like on the, you know, on the X wing, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's a different art style, very different art style. A little bit more animated a little bit less like gritty post-apocalyptic dude yeah but i kind of like that one it's not bad but i will say that i it doesn't feel like a cover to me it feels right. like a really good double panel but it doesn't really feel like a like a cover for some reason mm-hmm. i would say probably the worst one is eight <laughs> let me look at eight it's got the band and he's being shot at oh yeah yeah, it's it, even the animation style for his face is really bad in that one. Yeah, it seems really underdone. Uh, here, here's here's a gripe. This is really stupid, but it's a gripe. So issue ten. So he's got it's like a match off with Dengar, mm-hmm. but if you look at that, his positioning, Dengar could use his weapon to just slice him in half. He's got it, in very his true. guard. Very true. I mean, he, he, he is literally, because they're so interested in showing off the hand, the Iron Man hand cannon. Right. 
it's the stupidest thing because it's like it's one of those things where he basically is dead. Yeah. In that picture. So, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you're being are. too realistic. It's a cover. Well, it's a stupid cover. Yeah. It's a poorly designed cover. It doesn't look bad, but it's just one of those things. He's got an energy weapon. I mean, we're assuming it's an energy weapon and not like a flare, but he's in Valance's guard. He's turned the hand away so he can't like hit him with the with the special beam cannon. He just slices belly, you know, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Or he's maybe, I don't know, he's a robot, so who knows? <laughs> he might not be dead. He That might be his superpower. He might be unkillable. <laughs> you know? Immortality. Yeah, yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you want to do a rating or are we good? No, I don't. Okay, that's fine. We um, don't do ratings until it's done. Did we do a rating, though, for any of the other ones? I think we might have for the mainline Star Wars series. Okay. I think I mean, we, I'm a, well, actually, I think what we did was we ranked the I think we sequences. did our favorite comic, right? It's either favorite comic or we ranked the sequences, like which yeah, story arc be. was our favorite. Yeah, we don't go back and listen to our episodes. No, <laughs> we don't pre- <laughs> proofread ourselves at all. <laughs> Only a little bit. Um Okay, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite comic to talk about, so yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know that I can really talk about that at all. So, And I don't want to be any more negative than we already have and bash yeah, it, so. Yeah, it, it sucks, but, like, you know, we have three good lines, and mm-hmm. who knows, maybe with the War of the Bounty Hunters it'll pick up, because obviously that seems to be the bigger, the bigger thing. Right. Um, and who knows, man, maybe Valance will, like, take Solo and, like, I don't know. Have a moment. <laughs> Meh. Why? Let's just nerf the whole darn thing, man. The, no. ori- the originals didn't even happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're all being replaced with Ewoks. <laughs> Why not? Oh, goodness. All right. I think that's about it, folks. We've gone on long enough here. I think we've had enough conversations uh, <laughs> surrounding the comic and surrounding other stuff that we probably don't need to talk about, but hey, it's fine. Um, make sure to follow us on all the good old social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we're almost at uh, almost at uh, the 300 mark on Twitter, which you know isn't a big grand thing, but it's nice for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be crossing the 20,000 total download mark pretty soon for the for That's at least by. Cool. At least by Podbean's metrics. Right. Now, that right. doesn't always encapsulate everything, but that's what Podbean tells me from from using their site. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure we have 100 followers on Podbean, which is actually good for a show our size. Yeah. Of course, a lot of that came when they... they really random, but around... I think... I feel like I might have told this story recently, too, but when... Um, Rise of Skywalker came out. We got featured in there in their blog for some reason. I remember getting reached out for that. And I was like, okay, yes, yes, (laughs) please, please place this in that ball. That actually got a lot of followers. So that was Mm kind of neat. They're probably all robots. It's fine. Right. (laughs) They're all valances out there. Just listening, listening in. But yeah, um, hopefully you guys are enjoying the podcast. 
if you have some topics you'd like us to talk about or, you know, stories, you know, that you have about even just your own personal Star Wars stories, we like we like hearing those kind of things as well. Or, you know, what did you think about Bounty Hunters or Bad Batch or, you know, what, what are you excited about in the Star Wars future? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know, in the near future, we've got Bad Batch, we've got Thrawn, uh, we'll have more High Republic before too long. Um, Book of Boba towards the end of the year. Probably Mandalorian, I would assume, more towards the beginning or spring of uh, 2022. Celebration mm-hmm. 2022. You know, there's there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot coming up. Sometimes we're a little pessimistic about it because it's not soon enough. But, but uh, it'll all get there. <laughs> yeah, it'll all get there. So yeah, uh, at TC Plan Podcast, Twitter, Facebook. If you want to send us a, an email with just any of the things that we had just I had just laid out there, uh, TC Plan Podcast gmail.com. So any final thoughts from you? No, not really. No dark just, side, no dark side incar- incantations to snare them to listen to us longer. No, only you silly light side users <laughs> manipulate people's minds. Not even the dark side's willing to do that. That's just messed up. No, you just choke them. <laughs> exactly. We we just do tricks. I don't force them to do them. things they don't want to do. I just force them to stop breathing. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Which is well, technically is something they don't want to do, but I don't care. Only Sis deal in technicalities. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to go ahead and sign up, so, sign up, sign off. Uh, hopefully you guys have a great rest of your week. And as always, may the Force be with you. <laughs>